Monday on Daily Delivery. It's October. It probably takes something pretty special to uh, to to supplant the Vikings in the uh, the packing order on a Monday on this show with Patrick Royce. But uh, here come the Twins, Patrick. It is playoff time. We know their opponent is the Blue Jays. Um, Patrick, kind of weird. Like this whole time, I felt like I felt like a lot of us were kind of keeping an eye mostly on the the AL West teams, right? It was. Looking yeah. like it was probably going to be Houston for a while. It was like uh, maybe Texas and like, okay, Seattle's kind of making a little move. I didn't really have Toronto on my kind of mental radar so much. So right now it's kind of, uh, it, it's kind of, it's just kind of, kind of an interesting surprise almost. I don't think it was Toronto at any point until it was on that final day. Yeah. Toronto, uh, you know, has almost underachieved at times this year and, uh, they finally ended up winning 90 games, uh, packed, uh, packed that ballpark up there. And, uh, and uh, you know, they were played without Bichette for a couple, three weeks. And I think that's one reason that they, uh, you know, were not winning quite as much as you thought they would. But uh, that's a pretty good club. I I, uh, I really like their lineup. I mean, the left side of the infield, Bichette and Matt Chapman is is something else and uh they got uh you know they got a they got a really good expensive lineup i uh, get to play get to see one of my favorite players kirk he's he's like a catcher should be he's about five foot eight and 250 and uh he can hit a little bit and uh, you know they got a well-established starting pitching uh gausman uh, gausman's one of the best pitchers in the league but the twins have knocked him around in the past so uh, uh maybe they're gonna you know, the whole thing for these guys is uh, LaBelle wrote about it today, and we've been talking about it. They got to score some runs in the postseason. Yes. They've, and they've been inept. And, uh, uh, they, they, you know, trying to explain all the losses and how you lose 18 in a row, and you never score any runs. You get two and a half runs a game for an 18-game losing streak, basically, and uh, very rarely more than a couple runs. So they're, they're going to have to. They're going to have to score some runs. It's going to be interesting how they uh, how they play them. Who makes the roster? I hope they I hope they don't feel obligated to. Uh, I, I think it's a bad bad idea to put Royce Lewis at the DH if he can only run two thirds or something like that. I I don't think he's. I I don't like that at all. If he's not healthy, if he can't run, if he got a, you know, if he gets a double and limps around and gets a double in the third inning, you're gonna all of a sudden start taking your DH out of, I mean, having them make changes in the roster there and pinch run for a guy. And I think that's stupid. If he's not healthy, healthy, don't play him. And uh, I, that would be my theory, but uh, they, you know, plus he hasn't hit now for what? Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. So, uh, you know, what you, what you saw two weeks ago and what you might see in the playoffs are probably two different things. So if he can't play, he can't i'm not saying he's got to be able to play third base but he's got to be able to run for himself you know you can you can't worry about him not being able to score from second base on a single to left center field so i i wouldn't play him if i was him I mean, if he's not healthy and uh you know beyond that they got a bunch of roster decisions to make that's for sure and uh buxton being being one of them but uh i think we've all said on on here and other places that uh you know andrew stevenson right now is a more valuable player than byron buxton <laughs> it's, it's uh, crazy right it's, Steven, but it's true stevenson stevenson can steal a base 
you could go uh, 15 and 11 on uh, position players, too. You could have Buxton there and uh, go with 15. But uh, no one as paranoid as these guys are about their pitching, I don't think they'll do that. What uh, what was the deal yesterday? We have to bring in Luplo for the 11th to get the, any game over with because they're, they're they, you know, they got all these relievers. Uh, what's Louis Barland care if he pitches an inning now and then pitches another one Tuesday? He's a reliever. And uh, now, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, fine, give away the game if you want to, but uh, that was, uh, I'd look kind of stupid to me with all those relievers of not, you know, let a, bringing in a position player. And uh, it was almost like they told the catcher to let the ball go through him so they could score a run and get out of here. Long they, yeah. they did not want to play extra. <laughs> no, they did not. Not in a the, bit. In the, uh, in the in the last game of the season, but uh, you know they were a pretty good club the last two months. You got to admit that a lot of a lot of a lot of hitting and a lot more hitting than we thought we'd ever see from this team, as they were miserable during the season. But now you're going to face nothing but good pitching. So we'll see. I don't know. I think breaking out the hankies is a little premature here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think you should have. Uh, we're not going to let you have the hankies until you win a game. Then, then we'll do it. You got to win a postseason game, or so we're not going to, you know, wave the hankies. So anyway, it's like, it's like with the it's like, well, like with my kids. I'm like, okay, you can have the candy, but you gotta you gotta do this first. You you, you yes. gotta do this task first before, or you, you have to eat. Uh, you have to eat that yes. sandwich before yes. you can uh, start pounding the ice cream, kids. Yes. So, Anyway, that's that, that's kind of the deal. Patrick, I don't know. What, what it, per- as I, I said, I don't think there was an easy matchup. So the the uh, American League was seven deep, and the Twins ended up with the uh, seventh best record. So it was, uh, you know, that was it. You know, ended up finishing second in our glorious division, the Tigers. They passed the Guardians. Good for them. The Tigers finished second. So. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not a big fan of expanded playoffs in baseball. I like the fact that the 162 games mean something, but I hope they don't go deeper than this. Uh, you know, originally Manfred wanted seven playoff teams. I, I like the fact that, uh, that, that their two teams can get a bye and, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just think it would be, but, you know, knowing Manfred, he'll try to get another thing he's in. But this system has worked out good because you had a pretty competitive finish two years in a row to see who could get in the playoffs. And uh, if 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 it had been seven, there would have been no drama in the final weekend, right? To see who got right. in, know where the seven teams would be. So, uh, you know what? The American League playoff field's a lot stronger, a lot deeper than the National League, I think. And the National League's got the Braves and the Dodgers, but the rest of it isn't uh, isn't that impressive. No, I agree with that. With going back to Royce Lewis, um, what you know, it's hard to hard to put like a percentage on it, but like how how healthy does he have to be? And I'm not just like I think you said he's got to be able to run. Like I, I feel like I feel like there's like a threshold. Like is it like eighty percent? Like what what does he what does he have to be where you're like okay, that's healthy enough right now? Where you're like okay, it's worth it to try to get him out here right now versus save him because they they lean so much on him both as a both for his production as for and for his you know kind of emotional leadership. Uh, I uh, yeah I I don't know my my theory is it's a hamstring. If he's only 80%, he's going to go out there and pop the dang thing, and you're not going to have him at all. So uh, I, it's a 
you know, I don't know. It's just, it's not an injury. I think you can play when it's still bothering you. And, uh, you know, cause it's anything you do, you can pop it again. I, I think it's uh, very risky and, uh, you know, I think he's, uh, I think he's gotta be healthy. I, I'm not saying a hundred percent cause nobody ever is, but, uh, I gotta think he's. He, I would. I would want him to be pretty dang close to normal before I play him. So, what do uh, you still feel good about Joe Ryan as the number three no, starter? No, <laughs> I don't no, feel I, great about I, that either. I haven't felt good about him for about three months. Uh, I I don't know. I'd rather have the big guy that pitched yesterday as my three starter, but it's too late for that. Yes. Over, I, I always I thought over all year was uh you know once Joe hit the wall in the middle of the summer I thought over was their third best starter, and uh, you're gonna have to, you know, let's face it, if it gets to game three, they're gonna no matter who they send out there they're gonna get beat. If it gets to game, they gotta win the first two. If you get to game three, they're they're going away. Okay, boom, it's happening. Jose is gonna end up beating them here. Jose will be the I think Jose will be their third starter, right, uh, Toronto? So I, th- I think he'll yeah. be the Gausman second and uh, uh, the lefty. Who's that's the one thing you got. One if you if you beat Gausman, you're good because they got that lefty who's who's not that good. And then uh, and then you got Jose, who's yeah, had a pretty good year, but uh, it doesn't doesn't really frighten you. So uh, yeah, it's uh, you know I they they would. It it is funny though that the the uh, if they get beat Tuesday the uh, the uh, what what should I say the paranoia of the fans and the negativity of the fans is going to come pouring forth. Yes, they'll be. It's you know you know you, you, Tuesday's uh, Tuesday's one of the bigger games in the modern franchise history to get everything get everything behind you. But again. I haven't looked at the betting odds, but I got to think Toronto's favorite to win the series. Maybe the fact that it's here makes it about even. But uh, it, you know, Toronto is—I don't know. Toronto would, uh, I guess, be six to five favorite, something like that, to win it. They're, yeah, they, they, they're they're better team than you. They got a they got a better lineup than you got. So uh, it, it's, you got to win it with pitching and Pablo. Pablo can't go out there and give you that four-run inning either. You know, retire fourteen straight and then give up four runs. I'm, so I'm looking he, here. I'm looking here. It says Twins slight favorites. So oh, okay, All but right. you know, pretty home, pretty close to field, pretty close home, to even. Home yeah. field, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's very interesting to think about that number three starter spot we've been debating it all year but have ryan got knocked around pretty good in his last start i know that was in colorado uh, i know they've transitioned kenta to the bullpen now but yeah i mean that and and part of it too is i guess that if it got to a third game to your point you know it's it's going to be a challenge no matter what but i i feel like it probably would also be a all hands on deck game where joe ryan is your starter but you know if he gets to a it gets to a three ball count and they're going to get somebody up in the bullpen. Like it's, it's going to be a very, uh, a very tenuous, uh, a very tenuous start for him. I don't think he would pitch much more than three or four innings anyway. Would you? No, they, they probably are going to, you know, piggyback him, but I don't know. My eight of my eight of pitch better down a stretch than he did. That's, uh, you know, the, to my my theory. I'm not a big, my fan. I said a couple of weeks ago that my eight is bad. 
when Maeda's bad, it's worse than Joe Ryan's bad. But uh, in the playoffs, the way this team hits, they can't afford any form of bad. So they only have, after all a year of after all year of pitching depth and all that stuff, the conversation. Uh, they only got two starters because <laughs> you're you've decided Ober. I, I would imagine Ober's not even on the roster, right? Yeah, he, because he can't. Yeah, because he just pitched yesterday. So he's, yeah, pitched seven innings yesterday. You're basically announcing he's not going to be on the roster. So, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah. If you get to the third starter, you're going to get beat probably. So, Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan, the passion, the hope, the anticipation. That incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino. Let your story begin. I mean, Ken Maeda and Joe Ryan is kind of the difference between Andy Dalton and uh, Bryce Young. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Should we use that as a transition point to uh, to the to the Vikings? Because that was Br- poor Bryce Young. Um, I you know he maybe he's got a maybe he's got a future. He's definitely you know he's the number one overall pick. I think he's he's got some traits that you obviously like, but the processing time and then you know throwing what uh, you know what uh, what the Vikings did with Flores at him yesterday. It was uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of a mismatch. The you know Carolina only scores six points on offense. The Vikings spotted them seven right away with that hideous pick six from from Cousins. Mm-hmm. I know he I know he tried to explain it in the post game, talking about you know if he throws it sooner, it's a touchdown. If he waits, yes, and, and throws you it to Hawkinson, throw it sooner. Yeah, shut you, up. You, 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 you threw it at, sooner, you threw you it at the exact wrong time. Yeah. Yes, you threw, you didn't. If he throws it sooner, it's a touchdown. Okay, that's, you can say that about 80% of interceptions. That's an excuse for a guy who's been around long as you. You stunk yesterday, okay? They won without you. And, but you watch this kid, Bryce Young, and you realize that the NFL, it's, it's all about getting your, trying to get your money's worth when these guys aren't ready to play. If this is 1993, he don't play for three years. You know, the yeah. third year is he's your quarterback. This this idea of rushing a guy who's not even close to being ready is just stupid, but that's what they do with the money thing. Same thing with Chicago and Justin Fields. You know, that we don't really know if he can play or not because they didn't give him any incubation time. So uh, it's um, – you know, now you see the guy like the guy from Southern Cal, he's going to be ready to play, but there aren't yes. many ready to play. And uh, Bryce Young is as far from being ready to play as you can get. He's terrible. He doesn't have any idea. Even on the, they're calling it a strip sack, but he basically threw the ball out from, he was waving the ball around and uh, set up the touchdown for Wanham uh, on that. You know, he just, right. he was, but before he ever got hit, the ball was uh, going to come out, and uh, it was um, it was he was he's pathetic. And boy, that was a woeful offensive performance when you consider the the fact that uh, all, all the as bad as Carolina was able to run the ball some and keep the ball to some extent. But uh, that was um, I had faith that uh, Carolina was a bad team, and they uh, they proved that so. 
Yeah, that, that game told me almost as you know almost as much about the Vikings as their three losses did because that's a bad Carolina team and they they were in trouble in that game. I mean, it was Carolina was up thirteen seven, driving for points before you know before that Harrison Smith blitz that that you know brings that jars the ball loose, Wanham scoops it up and scores, and they kind of get some momentum from there, put together probably their best drive. And then cousins gets the ball to Jefferson for a touchdown. And then it's 21 13. And that's, that's where it, that's where it wound up. Cause they just, well, Car- Carolina just couldn't get anything going beyond that. But yeah, it, it told you a lot like the, the Vikings offense just didn't look sharp and hasn't really looked great at any point this year. They've moved the ball much better, like between the twenties this year than they did yesterday but there's still some there's still some questions out there about why you know why this team can't move the ball better why didn't they why didn't they change anything on the offensive line yesterday why didn't Dalton Reisner play it was all it was the same five again even though they were talking about all these changes they didn't have Bradbury I know he wasn't healthy so that's one of them but you know they didn't try anything new on the offensive line and then Ingram gets beat on that second intercept you know that sack when Cousins gets his arm hit, that second interception when they're trying to get points, like something's just some still off here. Even though they won, I don't think they can feel great about themselves. Although the only thing I will say is I can't remember the last time the defense won them a game instead of just held them in a game. I don't. I can't remember the last time they got a game won for them with the defense. Yeah, they. Uh, they you know, it's uh, that 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 was a defensive victory. That's for sure, and. Uh, you know, I think Mark Craig hit the nail on the head. Uh, Flores, uh, Flores' uh, blitz uh, defense uh, found the uh, quarterback they needed. Yes. Now, a guy that uh, could adjust. Uh, you try all that with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're going to rattle him? Probably not. By Probably the way, Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes had his bad game for the uh, maybe for the season this week. You know? Yes, and they still won. And they still won. They still won, and he didn't have a, a good game. So that means, you know, he can come in here and, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, you you try all that blitzing with him, he'll step away from it and throw a 50-yarder. Now, on, you know, the one thing you got going for you against the Chiefs is their, their receivers are, you know, except for Kelsey, they got the same uh, – they, they they don't have very good wide receivers, so uh, that, that'll make it different. But – without getting ahead of ourselves, you know, they obviously needed that win, but uh, it wasn't, I I said on Twitter, I said, it's a very interesting team because the worse Kirk plays, the better their chances are to win. (laughs) He was terrible yesterday. He was, he was, he only threw it 19 times. What was the last time he threw it 19 times? I feel like we got to go back to like the 2019 season. They they only ran 44 plays. Yeah. They had 44 plays. It's because uh, Carolina held the ball on the ground a little something. But, uh, yeah, uh, Harrison Smith's got to be in heaven, though, man. At first, he never had two sacks in a game, and he ends up with three. That, uh, I, I don't think Carolina is terribly well coached either, do you? No. no uh, I, don't, I don't, didn't get the yeah. idea they were. Hey, they're bringing that safety. You think we should do something about it? Should we try <laughs> right. to be, maybe somebody here should look and see if, uh, if he's coming or not. Uh, it was uh, – it was um, a, it was a game that you could go uh, drive around a lake and listen to on the radio. If you could get the other team's broadcast, you could do that. Uh, it was uh, you know on satellite if you could listen to Carolina, and not have to listen to the other guy. But uh, it was uh, it was one of those games you didn't even have to watch really. 
Yeah, it was not it was not a, a scintillating game. It was a bad a bad game for the uh bad it was a bad day for the trade Kirk to the Jets narrative though, because the Vikings <laughs> yeah, right. the Vikings win, the Jets lose, so they're one and three now. They're kind of slipping. And then Zach Wilson actually looked okay yes. at times yeah. last night as well. Yes, he actually played he actually played way better than Kirk yesterday. He did. He did. Uh, they're not they're not they're not unloading the Four draft choices they have left in the next three years to get the thirty-five-year-old guy who says it would have worked if I hadn't thrown it four seconds late. <laughs> you didn't yeah. like that. I love it's. It's a good point. It's such. It's such an yeah. excuse at this point, especially at this he's point in his statue, career. He's a statue. I, I still go crazy when everybody's defending him for the throwing the ball. He would have gotten sacked. If he hadn't thrown it under the sticks to Hokinson when he blew, blew the Giants playoff series. Well, you know, there's such a thing as stepping away from the blitz and hitting uh hitting somebody with a you know, stepping out of the stepping out of the path. But he's a yes. he's more of a stationary target than he's ever been. So yeah. I, I'm not a Kirk guy. I'll never be a Kirk guy. No, but at at this point too though, like they keep they keep running into these cautionary tales of you know if your if your dream scenario is get rid of Kirk finally, you know it, I, you're right. The guy from USC is is a difference maker who could play right away. But most of these guys that that would come in and play right away in his place are going to be a a Bryce you know a Bryce Young Bryce type. Young, that yeah. You have no idea how good they're going to be, and it's going to be two or three years of oh, is this guy really that good? How you know? You think Justin Jefferson is going to like that that process? I don't know. Like the 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 process of a rebuild at quarterback is seventy five percent of the time a painful one. That yes. e- you know that even if it works out in you know two years and they kind of find something, if it's kind of like Josh Allen where ah, it wasn't very good early, but then he gets better. Um, you know, usually it's not good right away. That, that's the yeah. exception, not the rule. Yeah, I I agree with you on that, and. Um... Yeah, but he's not coming back. He's he's done. No, he's done. I just don't know what the plan is next year because oh, they're they're going to be you but, know uh, the pro- old Denny the old Denny plan you know where they uh, changed veterans there until you got Culpepper you changed your veterans uh, you know okay Warren Moon was here and then we'll go find somebody else and Jim McMahon now whatever you do don't get a Jim McMahon type to uh, fill no. in the fill in but yeah it's uh it, the, the the kirk defenders though are probably a little quiet today they're uh they they they, they i actually saw a couple of feeble attempts to uh, defend him on the uh 99 yard pass so uh uh there's there's that kirk crowd out there that uh but uh i don't know his numbers are still gonna look good but uh not, not after yesterday. Uh, how did many uh, did he get two hundred yards yesterday? I don't no, know. not even close. He had like a hundred and thirty or something. They didn't have yeah. much offense at all in that game because, oh. like you said, oh, they only ran. That game was Four. over by like two thirty-five. That yeah. was a, one of the fastest games I've ever seen. Because yeah, I went and uh, I went and did something and came back, and it was a, the fourth quarter was starting, and I basically. Spent about ten minutes away from the TV. I got back. There was one fifty-five to go, or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, cousin, cousins, cousins, twelve of nineteen for one thirty-nine. Wow, 
two oh, touchdowns, oh. two picks. Um, not like and, you were gouging them on the ground. Well, they, they did pretty good on the ground. 23 carries for 135. So they averaged like almost six yards a carry. Madison had almost 100. Acres had five for 40. So mm-hmm. they were they were getting pretty good pretty good game on the ground, but they only had 265 yards of offense. But I guess if they only run 42 plays, that's, you know. That's what times? Uh, what times? Is it Kansas City a night game? No, I think that's a. I think it's a noon start too. Okay, yeah, Kansas City's uh, not as good as they've been, but you still got. You can't be blitzing Pat Mahomes like you've been blitzing oh, everybody. It's a, sorry, it's a. It's a three twenty-five game. That's a three twenty-five game, but not a. That's not a night game. Big game. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that was a dull performance, but uh, they got the win they needed. Yeah. So now, can't. Uh, we can't whine about uh, they share, you know, the games they've let get away. So they're, right. they're what they should be right now, one and three. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, let's move on to a couple other things before we get out of here, Patrick. Um, oh, and by way of by way of uh, promotion, there's going to be a lot of twin stuff this week. Trying to do special podcasts off of all these all these playoff games and doing a special kind of playoff preview episode later today. So, listen for that, everybody. Um, but before we go, let's let's talk a little bit of Gophers. It's I don't like how they do these non. I, I liked it when and listen to me. I sound like I'm back in my day, but I I I don't like how there's like conference game, non conference game, conference game. Like what's Louis? What's Louisiana doing? At the end of September is your homecoming game. Like, just play your non-conference games and then start your conference schedule. I don't like this, but I, I guess they got, I guess they got a win when they needed one on on Saturday, kind of like the Vikings. It's the Big Ten Network. Uh, uh, I'm sure that wants you know conference games all the way through. Uh, yeah, they uh, pretty good in the second half by all accounts. And the quarterback uh, had a good game. They were uh, down what 17 yeah. 14. Yes, at halftime. Yeah, and they shut them out the second half, so uh, they they got nothing to complain about. I don't know if anybody was at the game, but homecoming is, uh, you know, homecoming in college football. What's it mean? But here, you don't. I don't think we have a parade, do we? Do we? We did. Yeah, we did. On uh, actually, I I went to it. I've never been, but my wife was like, you know, she's she's we're back working on campus. She's like, yeah, there's a parade Friday night. Let's bring the kids. I'm like, okay, so brought them over there. The kids love it because they get all the candy. It's like they get more candy than they get on Halloween because everyone's throwing the candy out the cars and stuff like that. So So yeah, that was Friday night. University Avenue or University Avenue. Yeah, I went from like you know like basically like 11th down to pretty close to the stadium. So okay. And uh, then, then we had the band. Uh, we had the band marching uh, behind them, and all that. Band was at the end of it, yeah. And it was all sorts of like other student groups and other things before that. So, oh, that's good. But yeah, I, I agree with you though. That uh, you know, you're not supposed to be playing Lafayette for homecoming. You're no. supposed to be able to play be playing Northwestern or Purdue. Yeah, some, some we, used to, we used to always pick out Northwestern. Yes. One of my favorite columns ever was when Coach Brew. Talk, talk to Gophers into uh, getting fired up about Illinois because Illinois had chosen the Gophers for their homecoming opponent. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yes. So the next week they were playing Northwestern at home and for homecoming. And I went back, and the last 15 times that Northwestern had been here, either at the end of September or between the middle of October, they <laughs> had our homecoming opponent. <laughs> 
and wrote a column about how offended I would be if I was Northwestern because once again they chose them. That's the game that they lost. They, uh, you know, at the end of the game, they were seven and one, and then they lost. Oh, and then they didn't win again the rest of the year, did they? They ended up getting edged 55 0 by Iowa in the uh, lopsided Big Ten conference game ever and uh 55 so uh yeah that team was uh you know boy was i getting some heat then because i i i gotta say i showed restraint i didn't rip tim brewster until his opening press conference when i <laughs> or on you know when it, you know he comes in and he's pasadena and all that stuff right and, uh, and when he was seven and one he was second year man i remember i was went out to a football game somewhere, Delano or someplace. I was being taunted about my lack of faith in the Gophers. And then, uh, and then uh, coach brew lived up to expectations. So. Yeah. They were, I was looking it up, looking it up right now. They were seven and one, they were three and one in the big 10. They're on a three game big 10 winning streak, including two straight uh, road wins against Illinois and Purdue. Then they lost that game 24-17 to Northwestern, <laughs> lost the next week 29-6 to against Michigan, lost at Wisconsin 35-32, and then 55 nothing to Iowa, and then lost to Kansas in the uh, first bowl games ever played. That insight bowl. Yeah. Kansas team was terrible. It was like 14 to 7 or something. What was that bowl game? No, 42 to 21. Oh, really? Okay. I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of a different bad bowl game. So, hmm. yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, that was, that was the beginning of the end for our buddy, Coach Bruce. That was the beginning of the end. They managed to go to another, they went back to the insight. Uh, the next year, they went back to the insight bowl and lost to uh, Iowa State 14 to 13. Maybe that's the game what you're remembering. Battle. What a battle. That gave was him a run, the... gave him a battle. But, uh, yeah. yeah. They got Michigan this week, though, and national yes. tele- uh, Saturday night national game. Michigan, uh, Michigan hadn't really played up to their billing uh, until this was the last week when McCarthy went crazy and uh, they beat Nebraska what forty nine to six or something like that. They killed yeah. them three to six, so they might have found themselves uh, Nebraska, but uh, I mean Michigan, but. Uh, you know, it'll be hopping over there. At least they'll have a sellout, I would think, for that yeah. game. So fun, fun, fun week. I mean, we got three, two, at least two, maybe three Twins playoff games. You got Gophers, Michigan Saturday, and you got Vikings, Kansas City at uh, at maybe, at, uh, at maybe the return of Taylor Swift. Maybe the could, return of Taylor Swift could uh, could come back. She she was at last week's yesterday's game too. Yes, she must be. They told me that. Uh, they showed Taylor. They showed Taylor there. Yeah. And then they to the. And then the first ad after they came out was Taylor's documentary on this. Uh, they're going to have a documentary movie on this uh, world tour that she's on. The early parts of that. So I don't know if it's true love or we're just uh, NFL and Taylor taking advantage of each other here. I don't know what. It is. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's two two entities that know a thing or two about marketing. That is yeah. for sure. They they're pretty good at uh, popularity. So we'll see. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is amazing that uh, she 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 uh, she. Yeah, I mean, she's a she's an athlete and she's a marketing machine. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. But here's the, still the problem. 
if I was listening to the radio and a Taylor Swift song came on, somebody would have to tell me it's a Taylor Swift song. I do. I could not identify any of her songs. But then again, the modern pop, I, 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 I'm, I'm less than an expert on modern pop music. That's for sure. Get yourself three young kids, including two girls, Patrick. You will have no, you'll have no problem picking out the Taylor Swift songs. I actually kind of, I actually like a lot of her songs. She's pretty good, but uh, I don't know what's going on with her in this uh, in in the in the NFL association. But it would be fun if she if she decided to come here. And I think that that world tour movie comes out the thirteenth, so the game here would be the last one before that. So I think maybe they maybe she's got to come here and keep promoting this uh, promoting this world tour. I think she needs the help. Doesn't she have, uh, I mean, half of it is still going on, right? It goes well into 2004. How come we're getting the movie already? Hey, Patrick, some of us didn't get to go to the concerts. We got to watch the movie now. And it's, uh, so there's going to be a, a part two to the movie, probably, too. Know. Sure, why not? Something. Why not? Uh, well. We'll see how anyway. the, we'll, we'll see how it all goes this week. Three uh, three big uh, three big things for these uh, for these big teams. Um, Wolves practicing, <laughs> Wild practicing. They're going to be playing before we know it. Sounds like uh, uh, a bold prediction. The Wild will not be a playoff team. <laughs> I like it. I think that's fair. I think they're 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 due for a bit of a regression before they can pick things up again. <laughs> Although, that's had... the go- the goalie. He was good, a nondescript goalie. Good one here. Won't yep. be good. That's the I way it works. Very- I think that's a. I think that's a good take. I'm worried about him too. But they've just got Wallstead down there in the minors. Maybe they're gonna have to dip down and get him sooner rather than later. But uh, now, there's no longer baseball. 162 games. Blah blah blah. No longer season than hockey. Endless, endless. Man. Just go. On and on, nondescript games, three to two, and you keep filling that place up. God love you. You're you're amazing fans. You are amazing fans to go over there and cheer and spend this ungodly amount of money. And each night it's three to two, and somebody wins and somebody loses, and you leave there. And it's you know the level of excitement is for me an old folder boy is virtually nil. By the way. I was at my 60th class reunion for Fulda. Wow. I drove down, drove back on Saturday. And, uh, you know, there's we're most of us remain ambulatory, but not uh, not barely. I got a hunch this might have been the last one, though, don't you think? 70 is hard to do, isn't it? (laughs) Even in Fulda, where people live a long time, it's kind of hard to do. But uh, anyway, it was uh, I never actually graduated with those people. I went to school with them through my junior year. So I'm a I, I, I'm an interloper on the uh, the class of 63 union reunion. But uh, uh, kind of sad to see what's happened to the old hometown Main Street. There's not a lot going on there. So anyway. wish I'd have known about this sooner. We could have done a whole show on that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I. Uh, the best news I heard, though, was the mysterious, my mysterious neighbor, the great Daniel Weikerding, he's had checked in with another friend of mine like Friday. He's around. He's still going. He's still going. Daniel got me in more trouble than anybody in the history of mankind. But uh, he was I was glad to hear he's still with us because uh, I, I hadn't had any updates for a while. So he was uh-huh. the neighbor. He was the neighbor. <laughs> what a beauty he was. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, oh, Patrick. that was my weekend. So wow. anyway, I, I didn't get to follow the Gophers closely with Lafayette because I was, I was a, I was around with a bunch of other very old people. So, well, congrats on congrats on making it back to the reunion. I I had my twenty. I skipped my twenty five year. I went to my went to my ten year. We'll see. Uh, we'll see where I get to in. Uh, God, I guess next year would be thirty. I don't know if we're doing anything for that, but uh, it's 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 if it goes, it's it's creeping up, Patrick. It's it's coming up on me. So we'll we'll see. But uh, big week of sports. We'll uh, like I said, a bunch of twin stuff this week that's special in addition to regular episodes. And I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about when we reconvene. Will we be talking about a Twins division round game? We'll see. I don't know about that. We'll see though. They're going to win one. They're going to put an end to it. And that's all we really need. We don't need any. We know this team isn't going to make a run. So uh, just win one. Come on. Just win one. one. That's all we want. All right. Thanks, Patrick. Bye.